0: Your radio is the perfect location. You don't have to miss the game at all. Make a note of the time and the station. We're going to broadcast
1: basketball.
3: He wants you, he needs you, he loves you. Here comes the Spudman, Man, he goes down easy.
1: Here comes the Spudman. Man.
4: It's the Spud Goodman Show. Let's get ready, Trumbo.
5: And here he
4: is, the head cheese meister. It's Spud Goodman.
6: Greetings, I am Spud Goodman, if anyone's interested.
1: (laughs) Spud man. (laughs) Thank
6: you for dropping by and taking a few moments to listen to our show. I realize, you know, you're foregoing a heck of a lot of other things that, quite frankly, are probably a lot more fun. Off the top of my head, I can think of at least four or five things that I know you know, for a fact I would rather be doing right now. But hey, if we all give in to pleasure 24-7, nothing would ever get done, right? <laughs> so uh, I will remain focused and promise to bring you the best radio show I can. With me is our temporary permanent co-host, Gerald Holcomb. Say something, man. Uh, me? Okay. Yeah, you. Okay. Oh, it's
7: my pleasure to be here tonight and support you hosting this program. You know, I feel we do have a really great show lined up for everyone.
6: Yeah, I still should say hello to uh, our designated Laffer-Gina. Gina, we couldn't <laughs> do this show without you. That's right. Super. Thanks, Gina. Yeah, um, well, so someone uh, let you see the uh, schedule tonight before the show?
7: Yeah. Who broke the policy and gave up that information? Well, I would prefer not to divulge that at this time. You know, I have to protect my sources of information around here. Good call, yo. For the life of me, I just don't understand why I can't be shown the schedules for the show before
6: we go on the air. It's not like... There's a good reason for this.
7: Well, Spud, it's not like it's top secret national security data. I I can be trusted with confidential and high highly sensitive stuff. Geez, the interns get copies each week.
6: Yeah, but with smartphones and that texting thing that everyone does these days, I just can't take the chance that you're gonna leak show information prior to when we go on the air. Now, can you keep a secret? Why would I do that? That is ridiculous. Look, I prefer to keep who's going to be on the show to a need to know basis. And you don't need to, to know. You know, we cannot have another Edward Snowden around here.
7: But who really cares about the lineup of our show? You know, most programs advertise who's going to be on their shows. You know, your obsession for secrecy in all phases of this show might be one big reason you're not a bigger star by now.
6: Well, maybe, but please, let me get this show underway with the least amount of interference. Okay, all
7: right. You have total freedom here to do your thing. I will step aside and let you do what you plan to do. I get it. Freedom is very important. It's a yeah, very important Why didn't thing. you say so? Yeah, I guess so. Well, I only recently have taken some time to research that word and all it means, especially as it pertains to us Americans right now. Yeah. You know, freedom is what it's all about. Now, I don't want to get up on a soapbox here, but have you yeah, read the don't.
6: newspaper or watched cable news lately? I have been watching a bit of that new bowling channel before I crash at night. And bowling. Yeah, I've glanced at you know at the paper recently. Mostly the obituaries, though, as there seems to be a lot more names I recognize. Seriously.
7: No, 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 no. I- I'm not talking about sports news. I've now become a regular viewer of the Fox Business Channel. Uh, my really? wife Rachel thought it would help us stay on top of our 401k accounts. I, I got to tell you, what a great
6: channel. You know, I try to stay away, f- you know, from anything with the name Fox in front of it which still makes you know stuff on an uh, FX you know okay so thank god yeah. you know it, it might have something to do it probably does have something to do you know with my old TV show getting canceled by oh, yeah. those network suits in their cable division I'll yeah. never forget I'll never forgive ever. I know I know ever.
7: But, but that was many years ago Yeah, it, but I will still never forget but Fox is now a leader in news there can be no dispute there and what I've learned from watching them regularly is Our basic freedoms are being attacked nonstop, and very shortly, we will be servants of the state if we don't stand up and say, enough is enough to the lamestream media. Too late, no.
6: You know, I don't remember hearing Fox News mention uh, that freedom word much during Bush's time in the White House. Hello, does a patriot act ring a bell? Whatever, I I just need to play some music right now. So don't go all Patrick Henry on me. Okay, this band uh, played that we're going to be playing right now was on our cable TV show in Seattle like three times Uh, The Young Fresh Fellows and uh, we really really like them this is not a live cut from an appearance on our show like we normally play no this is something from their 2012 album Tiempe de Lujo and it's titled Love Luggage somebody play the damn song
3: being so crazy, and you know sometimes I want to get away and see my friends and get a little bit
1: crazy, you know ladies and gentlemen sometimes you travel far, sometimes you travel near. sometimes you travel for those you call dear, you need a container, you need a bag, you need a bag, you need a bag, if you want to get away.
2: show you are listening
8: to the spud goodman show uh this is tj miller from uh the hit hbo
9: show silicon valley and the major motion picture yogi bear 3d and uh hopefully soon the burger show on hbo so uh, uh
8: you know enjoy enjoy your day enjoy spud and uh if you hear that in the background it's dutch
9: i'm in belgium
6: Well, I'm ready for our first guest, Jeff Daniels, so put down that bear claw and see if he's ready to go. Mm. This is just a snack
7: to keep the energy up. So my blood sugar has been low lately, so I thought this bear claw
6: would get it back up to a healthy level. That was the last bear claw, though, wasn't it? Mm. I I told the new intern, Carrie, Mm. to keep her eye on it as I was going to eat it later. You know, maybe you could send her out uh, after we're done to Jack in the Box and get you some freedom fries to munch on, too. Mm. Mm, you know, that sounds pretty good. Um, is, is, is Jeff
7: ready to go? Oh, uh, oh yes. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, he is. Hey, wow, Jeff Daniels. He's a great actor. You know, our family just loved him in the uh, Dumb and Dumber movies.
6: Yeah, yeah. You know he's done some really heavy movies, too. He can do anything. Mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. fact, he's a musician, too, and he's out on tour right now. I've been listening to his CD a lot lately, and I'm going to be asking him about that, okay? hmm That sounds interesting, Spud. Just put him on.
7: Yeah, yeah, here he is. Don't choke. I I won't. Here he is.
6: All right, please welcome acting musician, playwright Jeff Daniels to the show. Thanks for taking the time to check in with us tonight.
8: No, thanks, Spud. Appreciate it.
6: Not a problem Uh, All right, for our Northwest listeners You're going to be Appearing at the Pantages Theater In Tacoma On November 11th Showtime is 7.30 And the following night The 12th At the Kirkland Performance Center In Kirkland, Washington And let me throw This out too uh, As we're also on A WROM in Detroit You're going to be Appearing on 11.22 At the State Theater In Kalamazoo, Michigan all right. Yes,
8: you got them. You got them all right. Way to be. Uh, I got. I got.
6: Yeah. I, I. did my research. All right. So, life on the road as a musician. Um, better food um, backstage on tour or on a movie set.
8: Um. You know, movie sets tend to have way too much food. Um. The catering's a big deal on movie sets. So there's a lot of discussion amongst the crew whether the caterer is good or not. And I keep going through. I haven't met i I've been on a movie set where the catering isn't like great because uh, my wife says i have no taste buds but uh, but I, I i also it's it's just you know you're getting this five course meal in the middle of the day and you're complaining about the caterer i what are you people where do you have five course meals at home i don't think so
10: well do you have so, anything uh, yeah, I mean, They're pretty
8: good on pretty good on the movies. Venues, they, they can kind of vary, but we yeah. we've, we've uh, being on the road, we have a great appreciation of uh, Denny's. Uh you know, all right, super. <laughs> it it, it makes, you know truck stops with Denny's are uh, something we seek out, and uh, it becomes kind of like our uh, our my, my Kathleen, my wife just. Oh my God! Look, there's a Denny's. We should stop. I said, "Okay, all right."
6: My kind of place. Well, so there's nothing outrageous on your concert rider, like deviled condor eggs or anything, anything else? Pretty normal. Deviled
8: condor eggs. That's good. I hadn't heard that. Um, no, nothing. We, you know, I'm pretty healthy backstage. It's a, it's a, in a way, you kind of can keep weight off if you don't put on your rider what you really want. Uh. pastrami sandwiches, triple deckers. You know, and ice cream. I need ice cream. If you leave those things off, you'll. Put probably be able to maintain your weight a little bit better. So I'm, I'm fruits and waters and healthy, healthy, healthy.
6: All right. Well, let's begin with the new album, Days Like These, that you wrote yourself and was produced by Brad Phillips. Unlike some actors I will not name, you're a pretty serious musician playing lead guitar, also slide guitar and banjo, right? Yeah.
8: Yeah, I get around.
6: All right. Well, hey, let me ask you this. Speaking of other serious actors slash musicians, you know how like rappers also bring in guests on their projects. Have you ever thought about maybe jamming with Steve Martin? That'd be an interesting collaboration on your next album, maybe. Uh, maybe yeah, I'll...
8: Steve can really play. Steve, Steve's a great, great man. I mean, and he's he's worked on it for decades, and that's kind of what we have to do as actors in order to overcome the stigma of being. Oh, another actor with a guitar. Oh, another actor that wants to be a rock star. you got to put in the time, because we kind of, in a way, have a two-strike count on us against us when we walk out there. Mm-hmm. We're known for something else. We're not known for this. How good can you possibly be, really? And, and I, I've worked hard in the songwriting. Um, I, I, I've been able to play and, and write with Keb Moe taken lessons with Stefan Grossman. I've shared the stage with Lyle Lovett and John Hyatt a few times. I, it's just been you know when you get backing by people like that, um, you you start to feel like maybe you're not so bad maybe you can do this and maybe you got something to offer and and being around playwrights in New York has really informed the songwriting, all that imagery and phrasing so I And I'm not writing hits so that somebody can sing them in Nashville or I can be famous as a song, as a rock and roll star. I write because I write. And I, I write specifically for an audience, too. I make sure that what we're doing in the show, an audience can connect with, that it's entertaining, If they aren't entertained, then we failed miserably, and that starts and ends with the songwriting.
6: Well, you have a prior album live at the Purple Rose, and on it, there's a song that I've been playing nonstop lately, My Old Dog Fred. Now, that song speaks to me, as My Old Dog Fred did die this year. It was tough. It's a great song, man.
8: Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, that was... He was a great dog, and um, I'm a dog guy. We're actually bringing my son's dog and my dog are on the road with us. They'll be in the RV with us, but... Yeah, that was um, that was a lament that was uh, I, I miss him I miss him today and, and like you there are a lot of people who who dearly love their dogs and uh, that, that re- a lot of people related to that
6: yeah I still have his my, my Fred's ashes in the living room by his pillow but anyway all right well Jeff when you're stuck for weeks at a time on the movie set I take it you bring your guitar obviously along and work on on music because there's a ton of downtime right you could possibly write a couple rock operas and maybe a play between short you know shot setups correct
8: i've definitely written plays sitting on movie sets you know especially if you're supporting um you've got you've got days off and you're stuck in the hotel room and and put it to use and i've always written plays there and the guitar is always there and it's interesting when you're creating as an actor in a movie or a tv show it usually unlocks the door to create something whether it's a song or a play and I, it's it's always worked that way. It, it just kind of fires all the cylinders going, and so when, and and I, I usually am able to write some some pretty good stuff in the middle of whether it's newsroom or dumb and dumb or two or whatever. And uh, uh, that's a that's a wonderful byproduct of of the acting career is being able to know that you, you better have a guitar because you're probably going to pick up a couple of songs while you're there.
6: Right. Well, as a highly accomplished actor, what I find most interesting about your career is among your many intense, dramatic roles, you've also taken on some goofy material, as it's a long walk from the squid and the whale to dumb and dumber. That's pretty fearless on your part, I have to say.
8: Yeah, well, thanks. I I, I wanted to create a range, as wide a range as possible, and to go from a dumb and dumber to a squid and the whale to a newsroom uh you, you just there aren't a lot of actors who do that or who would risk that yeah and and i i i love being able to do that say
7: spud does what? does jeff's stunning versatility in his career prompt you to look at your own talents and maybe regret that you might not have been blessed with skills um, outside of doing maybe well, this talk show um, thing I would recommend that you not compare your God-given talents with someone like Jeff, as it will only cause you mental anguish.
6: Well, yeah, multi-talented people like Jeff Daniels do make me feel a little lacking.
8: Well, I appreciate it. Sure,
6: but I have a lifetime of experience in dealing with those feelings. I I bet
7: you do. It's just that Jeff is an extreme example of somebody who can do just about everything really, really well. Speaking with guests like this, it must really take
6: a toll on your self-esteem. Uh, Not really until you, unnecessarily, have rubbed reality in my face. I was doing pretty well until you jumped in here. I'm sorry. I I didn't
7: mean to bum you out. I was just trying to be proactive if overwhelming self-loathing
6: and depression overtook you during this interview. Geez, with co-hosts like you, who needs the nattering nabobs of negativity out there? Listen, I need to pick myself up here and finish this interview with Jeff, so shut the hell up, please. Okay, okay. You know, I now realize I hit a sore spot with this one. My lips are yeah. sealed. Hey, I- I'm real sorry about that, Jeff. I'm back. Got it. So again, before I was rudely interrupted by my temporary co-host here, we were discussing the wide variety of roles you've taken on. It's kind of amazing to
8: be able to do that i mean people look at you like you're schizophrenic but i've always had a dream of you know when i'm 75 or something to invite all the characters i've ever played over to dinner and just watch them mingle i would love to i would love to see harry dunn mingle with will mcavoy of newsroom i'd love to be a fly on the wall for that conversation
6: Well, on that note, on the Aaron Sorkin uh, HBO series in Newsroom, which was great, you played a very conservative TV news anchor um, who transitioned into more of a populist. In in today's world, I can't really envision Britt Hume or Brett Baer from Fox News coming over from the dark side. So was there a a role model in in real life for that character? I was just curious.
8: We we chose, I chose um, not to shadow anybody, not to research one specific guy, because, you know, McAvoy was out there. And um, and I didn't want to go to the press and say, yes, I I shadowed so-and-so, such-and-such an anchor for a month, and, blah, blah, blah. and now McAvoy's doing stuff that, may, you know, I just didn't... I said, let's create our own guy. Let's do enough <clears throat> research to understand uh, how to be an anchor, and it's really not... It's not dissimilar to starring in a Broadway show. It's not much different than um, being an actor when the camera turns. It's not a performance, but you are on, and there are things you learn from a couple of anchors I talked to locally in Detroit, where they're go going. It's a one-on-one conversation with someone at the other end of that lens. Right. You're not talking to a machine. You're not talking to a hundred thousand people. You're talking to one person, and and you know just little things like that help you land mcavoy so that he can fit in between brian williams and sean hannity and and you name it yeah
6: okay well um well you got two big movies out right now steve jobs and the martian uh, along with the tour so this is kind of a boring time for you right now how do you stay busy
8: it's yeah exactly and but these gigs you got to book them like four to six months out so when they moved Martian's release date up to early October, right right next to Jobs, I said, that's great, uh, and I'm promoting the, the movies right now for another 10 days, and then I'm going on tour. Right. That's sacred. And uh, I can't wait to get on tour and, and uh, kind of do that other thing I do and, and, and let the kind of movies kind of be seen or, you know, by other, just let November kind of happen. But I'll be on a stage happily, you know, playing guitar with my son. I can't wait.
6: All right, well, last question. Uh, What's been your most memorable moment in your musical career to this point?
8: I've had a bunch of them. Uh, Certainly having Lyle Lovett call you out and have you sit next to him and John Hyatt and play something in front of their crowd has to stand out. Getting a lesson in Keb Moe's house. Wow. Um, Stephen Grossman's lessons. Um, I recently, the most recent highlight was David Bromberg threw a 70th birthday bash concert at the Town Hall in New York City, and, uh, like three weeks ago, and David called up and asked me to play in it, and I'm, I'm a huge Bromberg fan, and I mean, the guy's such a player, he could also write funny. And I just was so honored to show up and, and be part of that celebration. And the fact that he thought I was good enough to be included, it meant the world to me.
6: Wow, all right. I really want to thank you for calling in tonight, Mr. Jeff Daniels. Thank you, Spud.
3: The sun don't shine and the rain don't fall. Mind over matter don't matter at all. London Bridge ain't falling down. Humped dumped ain't flat on the ground. Nitty ain't gritty and my baby ain't pretty. And there ain't nothing new in New York City. But your nickels ain't a dime. Can't make a kill without committing a crime. The tried ain't true, and the coast ain't clear. There ain't no need to worry. There ain't nothing to fear. Nitty ain't gritty, and my baby ain't pretty. And I Nothing new in New York City. The blind can't hear and the deaf can't see. The devil in you ain't the angel in me. You can't get ahead without falling behind. Well, the air ain't human and forgiven ain't divine. Nothing worth nothing around the moon in June. The battle ain't never come a little too soon. The wolf ain't howling in my front door. The poor man's ceiling ain't the rich man's floor. My ain't gritty and my baby ain't pretty. And it ain't nothing new in New
9: York City. For all who love beautiful music, there's one program you must hear. This is the Spud Goodman Show.
6: All right, musical guest interview time. Please welcome to the show our musical guest tonight, The Fuzz. Gentlemen, please allow our listeners to know your legal birth names, height, weight, and your instrument of choice.
11: I am Rod. I am 5'8, and I play a blue Stratocaster. Uh, I'm Andy. I don't know how tall I am. I play a red strat. Thank you very much.
1: Super. I'm Brad. I'm about 5'6", and I play bass. <laughs> I'm Tom. I play drums. I'm 5'9", and I play a white set of drums.
6: All right. Well, all you guys have like a, length, a lengthy uh, family uh, band tree, correct? So please state for the record some of the names of the prior bands you've all been in.
11: Oh, boy. How long do you have? Um, <laughs> let's see. Spike, Swallow... Green Handshake, Deranged Diction. Uh, Brad, you take from there? Uh, Convicted, Corruption, Final Conflict, Rick Agnew's Yard Sale, (laughs) Cheeky White Devils, and Lucky Devils. Super. I was in a band called the Wiley City Rounders. I was in a band called Manly Footwear. (laughs) I was in a band called the Skid Marks. (laughs) That's
1: incredible. (laughs) And and I've... um, played drums in a Brent Gibraltar, a Vicious Fishes, um, Bam Bam, uh, Called In Sick, and now
6: The great.
11: All right. <laughs> we, can't super. Forget, we can't forget the Runaway Trains. That's, that's
6: yeah. exactly, oh my god, Runaway Trains, yeah, you right, guys I did think, my yeah. show years that's ago. Right, that's yeah, right. It, we,
11: Tom, we, Tom and I were both in that band. That's right. Yeah.
6: Well, for our listeners outside of the Seattle-Tacoma market, uh, and we have, we're around the country now, so who may, you know, they may not be aware of the North, Northwest rock history. What are some of the bands... I know from this region that have influenced you guys, and for sure other bands around the world, because that's a fact. Could we start with maybe the Sonics and the Whalers, and go from there?
11: Uh, yeah, Sonics and the Whalers, and I was I was really proud to play with the Sonics at Easy Street right. Records. Nice. When Super. They did their thing. Oh yeah. So that was that was a highlight. Uh, Ramones, uh, you know, Black Flag. At a certain point in time, the Beatles. Uh,
6: you know, Stones. All right. That's, you know. All right, super. Well, for the record, how many members of the band own a George Foreman grill? I mean, they've sold <laughs> a billion of them, but nobody ever admits that they you know, ever bought one.
11: <laughs> Ooh, uh, sold mine at the garage sale about well, maybe about in the
6: basement somewhere I don't know it could be there we I that. own two of them just as so I have a backup one alright guys well, maybe I have one too. I right. still have the Rock Wham
11: Robots alright well that, that's yeah. kind of cool
6: alright well what's the name of the first song you're going to be doing and is it off the new record Best Kept yes. Secret now available online at GreenMonkeyRecords.com
11: it is and it's called Wilt and it's about my sports hero Wilt Chamberlain and his uh, oh, wow. sports life and his uh, other
6: life. On Wilt. Yeah, he is a legendary in all phases of this. All right, let's do this.
1: Yeah, music written by our
6: bass player Brad Jackman right there. Super. He
11: was a big, big man Number 13,
5: not one man could control.
2: Show. Oh, oh, oh. Ah! Uh. The excitement continues on the Spud Goodman Radio Show following this brief intermission. Return to more action-packed thrills and excitement on the Spud Goodman Radio Show. Say,
7: uh, Spud, I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, the Tea Party has designated Fridays now to be Freedom Fridays. Uh, Dinner is served. Maybe we could dedicate a portion of this program to freedom. It's really a trending word right now. If you go on social media...
6: Yeah, you know, I don't know how to log on to that tweeter place, but yeah, I have heard that freedom, you know, yeah. that word's being used a lot lately these days. Yeah,
7: I, I get it. Yeah, yeah, and with good reason, too. From what I've heard on a couple of uh, talk radio shows in the last few weeks, we just might be on the verge of Obama announcing martial law well, before he leaves office. Well,
6: hey, is, is martial law stricter than like regular law? Because it sounds kind of scary.
7: Yes, it is, and it's one step before that Sharia law system right. is implemented as the final piece of this country being taken over. I read online that right now the federal government is preparing re-education centers at closed up malls around the country. Very chilling stuff. Uh, Judge Andrew Napoli. I did not know this. Yeah. Well, listen, this guy's on the Fox Business Channel, and he was kind of hinting at this last time he was on. You know, he used to have his own show there before it got canceled, and I think it did have the word freedom in the title. And he's a real judge, Spud. Well, so is Judge Judy. Big deal. Well, he's not the only one predicting all of our freedoms will soon be taken away by the federal government. Do you remember that uh, actor Randy Quaid? Uh, He's been a political prisoner in exile in Canada. Yeah, yeah, he's been in exile for years due to this big conspiracy of the feds. Thank God. He's out now, but I sure hope he isn't put in one of those re-education centers here in the U.S. No,
6: after he's, all he's been through up in Canada. Uh, no, I, I think he got put in jail at first for skipping out on his rent or something. You know, But but maybe one of those relocation centers at the old malls will have like a Hairmasters or a Great clip still open. Is The photos I saw of that dude, he could sure use a shave and a haircut. Uh,
7: I, I, listen, I bet his freedom to practice proper grooming habits was taken away. God, I sure hope he is able to return to show business now. Yeah, well,
6: maybe he and, and Chevy Chase could have maybe saved that piece of crap vacation remake last, you know, that Strange. came out I mean, the producers of that are going to burn in hell, and that's mm. for the record. Mm. So, But can we now drop all this talk about freedom? I have a show to do here. Oh, we can, but that would be at your peril, given what's going on as I speak, Spud. Look, I'm willing to take that risk, so why don't you just check and see if our next guest is on the line. I, I, I'll give you a heads up, Okay. It's, it's Ed Asner, and see if he's ready to go
7: Ooh, Ed Asner That should be an interesting interview And uh, yes, the board is telling me Ed Asner is yes. ready to go uh, You want me to put it through now? Well, if not now, when? Right, right. Well, I didn't know for sure. Maybe you would want to prepare a little
6: something. No, since we're live on the air, right? The the wise thing to do is to speak to him now, rather than later when the show is over.
7: Got it, got it. I wonder if Mr. Asner is still in touch with you know all the other cast members of the Mary Tyler Moore Show. I don't know.
6: Why don't I maybe start the interview now so I can find out all sorts of stuff about him?
7: Good, yeah. And I also wonder hey, if he still... Hey,
6: somebody in the studio, just put Ed Asner on the line for me, please. I was just going to do that. Okay, then. All right, please say hello to a man that has one of the most impressive resumes in the history of show business, actor Ed Asner. Welcome to our show. And I am delighted to be with you. Cool. All right, super. Well, Ed, you've won seven Emmys to date as an actor.
9: I supposedly am credited for having won the most Emmys for somebody who did the role both dramatically and comedically.
6: Well, yeah, yeah, the same damn character. It was my
9: varying of the role that got me the special attention that you are now courting me.
6: Right. In both, you know, in the Mary Tyler Moore show as a comedy and later the drama, Lou Grant. So that, it still has to feel pretty damn sweet, doesn't it?
9: Oh, you bet your bippy.
6: Alright.
9: Super. Yeah. Um, How is your bippy, by the way?
6: Well, you know, it, it you know, lately it's been kind of neglected. Let's just go with that. So I'm working on that. I'm working on it, though. I'm working on it. Um, Is it growing? Uh no, no. Those days are long past. But, oh, that's uh, too bad. yeah. Yeah. Well, let's 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 talk about the
9: show. Uh, Maybe if you put some fertilizer on it, it would grow.
6: Yeah, yeah. And there's also obviously. You know, as I watch cable news, there's some pills out there they're trying to... They're saying that it helps. Oh, okay. Okay. But, um, so you moved moved on uh, from doing Lou Grant in in Mary's sitcom to starring in your own drama as you, Lou Grant. So maybe it's me, but I just can't see Jerry Seinfeld doing Jerry as, say, a a manic-depressive stand-up who helps cops solve crimes. Or either of those two broke girls working in an ER at a hospital or something. You have what they call great range. So was it weird going from comedy to drama?
9: no i was frustrated though i i i had been uh, urged by my producers and director of mary that you know i have to remember who i am i have to be the flagship carrier i can't uh, i'll be the only remaining link to the Mary Tyler Moore shows, uh, got to keep the spirit alive, got to keep the the individual alive to remind people of where he came from and blah, 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 blah. And uh, I became so frustrated trying to be the comedic Lou Grant that I said, I, I have to approach this as a new beginning. <clears throat> I have to find the man that I feel should represent these lines. And I went into myself, and I found a new Lou.
6: Obviously, you did.
9: And it worked. It worked.
6: Yeah, it worked. It um, worked. Well, the Mary Tyler Moore show was beloved by so many. Off the record, now, do you think that maybe the full cast might have been the strongest lineup ever in network sitcoms like Mary, you, Gavin McLeod, Ted Knight, Valerie Harper, Cloris Leachman, Betty White, and Georgia Engel? Pretty strong. That's a damn strong group of uh, comedic actors.
9: That's a very strong group. But I have to tell you that the cast that we assembled for uh, uh, Lou Grant, each one was uh, a non in the execution of that role.
6: Well, I wanted to touch on your tenure as SAG president, an and honor shared by Ronald Reagan also in the late 40s, I believe. Well, was that when yeah. he was still a Democrat? Because I can't see a supplied-side guy. You know, being a labor leader, uh, yeah.
9: Anyway. I believe he was, but I'm—I I'm, can't—I can't swear to that.
6: Right. Well, you know, I guess in the '60s Hillary was a Republican, so people can change, I guess. But yeah, right. Um, how did how did you uh how how was that experience as SEC president? Enjoyable? Just too much damn hassle? Or how, how how was it for
9: you? Well, the interesting thing was that um, your your friends become a, a bigger pain in the ass than your enemies. Because uh, you're always disappointing your friends and not wholeheartedly espousing every one of their causes, so you can't satisfy the people all the time, and they they get bugged and P.O.'d at you. Yeah, uh, your enemies are always going to be your enemies, and you know they can't change their spots. So uh, you're always surprised that they give you less of a problem than you expected.
6: I just wrote that down cuz I got a few enemies. All right, super. Um Spud. well, what if I may it was quite brave of you to publicly admit to Ed, who is beloved
7: by millions, yes, that you yourself have a number of enemies at this time. Uh, well, <coughs> and uh, that list, it seems to be growing, but aware I, I wouldn't let it get you down too much because some of those that really hate you, you know, the ones consumed with vitriol might be looking at a shortened lifespan.
9: All right, who arranged this interview?
7: As anger is a very unhealthy energy source.
6: Yeah, well, maybe you should consider that too. You know, when you tune into those radio talk shows you're so into these days.
7: I listen to talk radio for information. Things that I cannot get anywhere else. You know, though Ed and I are polar opposites politically, I've always really enjoyed him as Lou Grant. Very impressive actor.
6: Well, I'm sure your approval is very important to Ed. Will you just keep it down and let me get back to him? Okay, no problem. Um... Well, let's touch a bit on politics a bit more. You played Warren Buffett in the HBO film *Too Big to Fail*. How, how is it a billionaire like Mr. Buffett can get tagged on Fox News as a borderline socialist for only advocating adjusting the minimum, you know, percentage tax rate for those making over a million bucks? I, I mean, what affects maybe 0.03% of the population? I mean, was that a good idea? Or not?
9: Uh, I think it's a great idea, and uh, too bad that the uh, the billionaires aren't uh, more uh, commonly found. Than Warren Buffett, but I mean, he's an honest man and he, he speaks the truth, and uh, I respect him enormously for his opinions.
6: Right. Yes, uh, he's done kind of well. You know, I don't, I don't think he's a. Uh... Yeah, he he isn't
9: losing money while he's talking.
6: Man, really. Um. Well, you know, on tonight's show, we're discussing the word freedom. Uh, and from listening to conservatives these days, on our country now is in the midst of a Bolshevik revolution. I guess uh, is is freedom in this country a thing of the past? Has it gone the route of pet rocks and actual music being played on MTV?
9: Uh, freedom uh, becomes. Unfortunately, uh, uh, we're, we're now in an age because of the "quote-unquote" terrorist attacks. We're now in an age where they impinge upon your private life. Uh, I think the government uh, in in internal affairs is uh, a little too snoopy, a little too investigative. Yeah. Uh, yet at the same time uh, a, lo- a little bit too too controlling, and yet we still have the 1% who dominate our lives, uh, the 99% of which I'm a proud member. And uh, that's a worrisome aspect to me, the fact that uh, the rich are getting richer, the ultra-rich are getting ultra-richer. And the... Uh, the middle class and the poor are staying the same or sinking.
6: You know, my I guess my point is nothing really radical, and to, to the best of my knowledge, has, has occurred in the last seven and uh, seven years or whatever. So uh, it sounds to me like it was much ado about nothing. But I'll move on. But I just wanted to get your take on that. Do you think maybe it's a little bit of an overreaction? When I can't imagine why the first day he took office, it freaked out so many people. I can't imagine. Could you come up with any reason? Obama. Yes.
9: Oh, well, he's black. Oh, yeah, that's it,
6: that, that was it. That was, yeah, okay, all right, sorry. Oh, right, my bad. Yeah. All
9: right, super. And there's this, uh, there's a huge streak of racism running rampant in it, and it extends as far as uh, the brown people as well, the Mexicans.
5: Yes. The
9: Central Americans.
5: Yes.
9: So, uh, and they, of course, form a large, uh, there aren't that many rich among them, so they form a large block than the 99% we refer to.
6: Right, right.
9: And they're not getting richer.
6: No, no, they're not. All right, well, I don't want to get too heavy here. Let me get back to your movie career.
9: Why it get heavy? What? What's wrong with heavy? I mean, you got something against heavy? No, no, no. You're going no. to say I should lose weight? No, I'm not doing that. I'm just thinking about... Well, my... you're damn right. Well,
6: yeah, I suppose we all need to do let's that. I'll but... learn how, I'll tell my, you. My producer's always on me not to get too heavy into the political thing. So let's, let's talk a bit about uh, your role in the very entertaining Pixar movie, Up, and it was highly acclaimed. Do you, do you find doing voice work is just as satisfying artistically as working in live-action films?
9: Oh, yeah, I, I find excitement in any uh, type of performance, be it voiceover be it narrator, be it uh, radio, be it uh, 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 TV, or be it uh, the feature film. I, 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 I'm able to get excited about what I'm doing, and if I feel I can't get excited, I generally won't take the job.
6: All right, okay. All right. I would like to express my gratitude to you for calling into our show and spending some time with us. Because, I mean, I could easily take up an hour going over stuff with you, but I, I know you have other issues and other things, you know, stuff to do.
9: So uh, yeah.
6: maybe we could speak again sometime down the road. That's my hope.
9: I would welcome it. That's fine. Super. You're a good interviewer.
6: Wow. That 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 will not be erased uh, from. That'll be on my permanent hard drive forever. Okay. There you have it, Mr. Ed Asner.
9: My pleasure.
10: Why this record? Why should you listen to a full-scale discussion of the magic of thinking big? 25,000 records will be released this year. Why one more? I don't know you, I don't know where you work, I don't know how much money you earn, but I do think I know two things about you that are important. The fact that you're listening to this record proves you are interested in larger success. You want to fulfill your desires. You want to enjoy a fine standard of living. You want this life to deliver to you all the good things you deserve. Being interested in success is a wonderful
1: quality.
5: Doodly, 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 do. Tomorrow is a wondrous thing.
2: Sounding or not, I think our United States of America is the most. And I don't mean the fact that our 7% of the planet's people possess more than half of all the good things. I mean just the real estate of the United States, from sea to shining sea, is incomparable.
3: This is a spy
6: gaming show.
4: Looks just like the real thing.
6: Once again, the fuzz.
0: I need a satisfaction To Thank yeah.
8: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Siegfried. You are listening to Spot Goodman. You understand?
9: Spotty Boy.
11: gluten-free. I now only eat food that is gluten-free, as I want to be the healthiest person I can be. I will never again eat stuff that tastes good to me. And also now, things smell a little different when I pee. I will die a very healthy but sad man, you see, as now I only eat food that is (music) gluten-free.
3: This is a Spud, Spud Goodman Goodman Show. Uh, uh, uh,
6: uh, I don't understand.
7: Spud, Spud, we have somebody holding on the line to speak with you. Right. As I've said on many occasions, I am not given the show schedule, so I can't confirm this, but I don't think this is someone famous or anything. Do, well, you, do you
6: want to take it? Maybe it will be someone who knows someone famous, so put it through. All right. is, this, uh, is this the guy who doesn't seem to understand what the word freedom means? Do you need me to explain it to you? Do you need me to explain it to you? I understand it because that greatest generation who pretty much saved this country in World War II would have a pretty tough time feeling, you know, dudes like you losing the right to own a bazooka or a flamethrower was what they were fighting for. Hey, you know, there are many more issues threatening our freedom. Your co-host there, Jerry, he seems to get it, so what's your problem?
7: Uh, it's, It's Gerald, caller.
6: Yeah, I, I don't have a problem by the way I, I just don't get why some guys like you you sound like one of these kind of guys they get you get so wigged out I mean it started the day after Obama was elected and and if Hillary or Bernie are elected next November I, he, millions of, of white men are really gonna soil their underpants that's Charlie, obvious. don't serve you know what's the worst thing that can happen I mean you guys survived Obama right and no one is kicked in your front door yet you know I, I made it through the bush years You know, though I lost a few points on my IQ, which, by the way, I'll never get back, ever. Well, you know, okay, well, let's start with taxes, then. I mean, uh, this is what fuels all socialist countries. Taxes are choking the life
12: out of America, in case you're not aware of it. Uh,
7: You know, I'm with you, caller. Taxes are way too high, and they're threatening our freedom.
6: Yeah, but... With all countries with electricity and running water, they all have taxes. And I googled tax rates the the other day and it said they were much higher like 60 years ago. Didn't you ever watch Happy Days? You know, Richie Cunningham, Patsy Ralph Mouth. You know, life was pretty good on that show. A, that was a TV show, for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, it was, but it was a pretty good one, and, You know, at least until Fonzie tried water skiing. It, uh, was, you know, it was pretty decent. I
7: did always enjoy Happy Days myself, but I agree with this caller, Spud. It was a TV show and not a valid reference point to justify the effectiveness of higher taxes.
6: <laughs> I don't have time to go back to that Google... and and find out any more information on the topic so Mm. right now I just need to end this conversation we're about out of time here man thanks for calling whatever Yeah, uh, uh, typical liberal tactic when confronted with the truth about how our freedoms are being threatened you know all you want to look maybe so but this is really boring and I need to close the show now I'm sorry about your freedom being taken away Um, maybe you could go from uh, I don't know form your own country that's an idea there's a lot of open space up in that arctic region it's a bit chilly but no one would bug you up there just a suggestion. I got, I'm got. i out of here. Bye. Alright. <laughs> okay, let me close this show right now, so cool it on all the freedom references. I've just OD'd on that word. I mean, those right-wing goobers in Congress, they even formed their own club, right? They, they formed that Freedom Caucus. What's next? An Open Carry Caucus? Or, or an Ayn Rand Caucus?
7: Listen. A true patriot would never say something like that, Spud. It, you know, I got this email from the Freedom Works people yesterday. They said there is better than a fifty percent chance that Obama will be sending out the National Guard on house-to-house searches to confiscate all our ammo, all yeah. ammunition. Yeah. I, I heard they'll be letting us keep our guns, but a lot of good that'll do us, right? So I, for one, am very grateful that the Freedom Caucus is in Congress. But, but that I mean, is messed up, you
6: those are the whack jobs who who keep trying to shut down the government, though, right? Thank God they got I spanked don't. and sent to the room so adults in their party can try and govern. Those... Almost messed up my vacation plans for next month when we're off a week. I was going to take a Greyhound to L.A. and visit Venice Beach. You know, if it was closed up, I would have been really pissed
7: off. Uh, You know, Venice Beach, outside of Los Angeles, is not a national park, bud. So it wouldn't be part of any government shutdown. So no worries there. But listen, you need to understand... Those principled House Republican memers are just trying to defend our freedom and our need. Yeah, okay. And, and I get we it. need to support them as they're getting roasted in the lamestream media, now listen, this is so unfair as they're really the only thing standing between us and forced attendance at mosques. We're talking yeah. every day at sun sound, sundown, but I'm a busy man. I have two jobs, as you know. I like to relax after I get home from work. You
3: are a sad, strange little man.
7: Listen, listen I, Look, I enjoy church on Sundays, but not every single day. I, I, I hear you. Every, not every, every day. Every
6: day would be a drag, but the See? government's too disorganized for that to ever happen. They can't even fix the potholes in my neighborhood. I don't I mean, know. Someone on the internet probably started that rumor. Maybe some 13-year-old trying to punk all you cranky old get-off-my-lawn types. That's, okay. yeah, that's and, for sure. And And if you're wrong... Well, I guess then you and all those freedom dudes can say I told you so. But can I ask you something? Yeah. If you hate government so much, do you know how to put out fires, solve crimes, deliver mail, and fight wars yourself? That's a lot of heavy lifting at your age. I don't you think it's going to happen. You might want to this one through. Our government agencies may not work real well. That's pretty obvious. Yeah. But you know, every man for himself, that fairy tale only works in books. You couldn't have enough AR-57 ammo to keep every wandering hobo out of your yard. They won't go down easy like those fake zombies on The Walking Dead.
7: Well, I don't own an assault rifle myself. My God, they're they're pretty pricey, if you ask me. And actually, I don't have any weapons myself, as my wife Rachel doesn't feel I. How have are the, they going to beat ISIS? I, I don't have the skills to properly handle them, but I, I did have an unfortunate incident, accidentally discharging a Glock in the living room. Uh, it upset the kids. So right now, the wife is the one in the family who handles a firearm. Yeah. the only one.
6: She won't even let you carry like maybe an empty thirty-eight with like one bullet no. in, in your pocket, like Barney Fife. No, wow, that's no. sad. But it's probably a good decision. Anyway, I got to say goodnight now. So, let me let me change the subject here. I am so burned out on the word freedom. I am Spud Goodman. Be all that you can be and I mean that. God bless and chow. And if anyone listening wants to learn more about freedom, just send uh, me an email. Yeah. I will get
7: back w- to you. I promise. Once
6: again, the fuzz.
1: Call me forgetful,
3: call me stupid, call me dumb Locked out of
0: the house, locked out of
1: the house Standing in the rain, here we go again Don't a them farm, too far, but nearly
2: You've been listening to the Spud Goodman Radio Show. No more a waste of your time than other vacuous programs currently on the air. The show is written and directed by Spud Goodman. Produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Production. Original music by Michael Spots and Tom Harmon. Executive producer is Laurie Madsen. Video director is PJ Pikes. Our interns are Trent Potello and Anna Howell. Live music production and broadcast engineering by Mike Renville at the facilities of NWCZ Radio. Promotional services at support provided by Big Freak Media, Seattle's only rock and roll publicist. Opinions expressed on this show do not reflect those of the station, the sponsors, or any living person except Spud Goodman. Copyright 2015, Spud Goodman Productions. David Brenneman speaking. For an eclectic mix of music stay tuned for captivating talk stay tuned for insightful analysis of the spud goodman show stay tuned for the spud goodman post show report here is your host
13: lawrence Hello, hello, hello. My name is Lawrence and I will be your host for tonight's post-show report. And with me, as always, is my co-host Gina. Gina, why don't you give everybody a shout out here? Why don't you do that?
14: Hey, everybody.
13: Hey, wait a minute. That, that's all you got? I mean, you going to tell us, like, how your day was? Oh, or <laughs>
14: uh, well, my day. Uh, well... To tell you the truth, it was one of those days, you know. It, it started when the baby spilled his sippy cup full of tang all over the kitchen floor. Oh, man. And I mean, he has a pretty big sippy cup. His grandfather gave him. And it's more like a beer stein with a lid. Well, right when I... Began cleaning up this mess The doorbell rings And it was those Jehovah's Witness ladies again I mean bless their hearts But is it me or does it seem like They always come knocking at the worst times I mean I'll tell you Once before we had a kid uh, Cameron and I were getting a little frisky On the living room couch And three or four of them Kept knocking and knocking on the front door And I I wanted to get up And and let them know that it, it was really kind of a bad time for us but Cameron felt that if we just ignored them they would go away right well after about five minutes of nonstop knocking there was silence so you know we resumed our romantic interlude when oh wouldn't you know it they started knocking on the window right above the couch we were on I mean the curtains were open and it was broad daylight Uh, and everything yeah it's It was pretty embarrassing as they started crazy. waving and smiling down at us on the couch. I mean, I grabbed our dog's blanket and I threw it over me, but the damage was already done, so to speak. Mm. I mean, the mm. funny thing is they didn't seem to mind. as They just kept waving and smiling at us. I mean, some may feel Jehovah's Witnesses are prude, but I learned otherwise. And you know what? Uh, I
13: no, Wait, wait, wait. We, we probably ought to introduce uh, the panel here, Gino. What do you say, huh? Yeah, oh, okay, well, yeah. Let's go. we're going to
2: start off with Dave on the soundboard. Dave, what's up tonight? Good evening, Lawrence and Gina. It's a pleasure to be here with you. And actually, you know, doing those uh, highlights last week was kind of a drag, so it's nice to have Derek back, I think.
5: Well, yeah, yeah enorm- we'll, we'll get to
13: Derek. We'll get to Derek and due time. But first of all, i got I to gotta say hello to Mike. Hey, how are you doing, Mike? I'm doing great, Lawrence. That sounds good. And of course, we have our college intern, Carrie. Hey, Carrie in the house. How you doing?
10: I'm great, thanks. How are you?
13: I'm doing just fine. It's nice to have you with us, Carrie there. All right. Okay, we're going to start off the music with something from the actress slash singer, Connie Connie Francis, and her hit, Where the Boys Are. And no, everybody, she's not referring to prison, for those who might be wondering. And after we play Connie, we're going to have the Ramones with The KKK Took My Baby Away. All right, hit play. Everybody, uh, we got in the studio here with us. The fuzz, welcome the fuzz. How y'all doing tonight? Here,
11: we're doing great, thank you.
13: Ah, nice, nice. So, you know, I'm gonna ask you this here, you know, because uh, you know, I-, I got some street instincts and whatnot, and uh, all the time I was in lockup, my cop dog got pretty good. So, how many of y'all are fuzz? You know, I- I'm not worried about it now, cause, but I just want asking here. How Super. Many, how many, how many of you are actual cops? <laughs> Oh, or ever been a cop?
11: Oh, oh, oh! I played with a cop one time in a band. Yes, but no, never, never, never done it. So a cop can rock? Yeah, no, well, that's good to he know. Played, he played the drums, so he, he beat he beat the drums pretty hard. You know, uh, so as super. long as he sticks to
13: just beating drums, <laughs> yeah. that's, that, that's what I say. Yeah. All right. So any of you guys like uh collect things? You guys collectors? Because you know me, I collect that's toenails. Uh, when I was in the joint, I used to collect toenails. Me and this other guy. Got this big, you know, two gallon ziploc full of toenails. I used to compete with a guy on my tier, and you know you know, we'd fight over the clippings from the other inmates or anything like that. Now, whether it's toenails or nothing else, do you guys do any collecting?
11: Uh I do. I collect records and I used to collect presidential stuff.
13: It's presidential and, uh, stuff.
11: Yeah, when I was a kid I was really into presidents and uh, Okay. So All right, super. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, I gave up most of it away just last year because I kind of lost interest.
13: You, you know? traded it for dead presidents. I right?
11: yeah, I traded it for drugs actually. Oh. But
13: oh uh-huh. well, yeah. yeah, whatever. Whatever you gotta find to make the trade. Yeah. So you know. Hey, uh, let me ask you this then. Um, what what bands moved you guys when you first got into rock and roll? What was a big influence for you?
1: Oh. <sighs> I, so, love Axe. I love X. I love X. That's, that's fantastic, accident. yeah.
13: He is, he is. Yeah. Um, oh
1: yeah, yeah. Rad, the bass player's from Orange County and that down that area, and so he's uh,
6: definitely yeah, that influence. Adolescents. Uh,
11: yeah. Well, for me, it was it, the early influences were the Birds and uh, oh, yeah. and Graham Parsons. I loved Graham Parsons. I still do to this day. Oh yeah. So That really influenced my early childhood. Love
1: rockabilly too, definitely, absolutely. Yeah.
11: Rockabilly. That's a that's
13: a good blend. That's that's a good. High energy blend right there, Johnny Cash for me. Oh yes, oh yeah, Cash. The man of love. Dead yeah. Kennedys. So now, now, uh, now, you guys, as long as you've been rocking to all the music, did you listen to? You guys have any hearing aids yet? You know, just between you and me, I'll keep it on the down low. What
5: uh,
11: that? I I do. I, I'm actually almost totally oh, deaf sure. in my left ear, so. We're going to change yeah. our name to The Buzz instead of The Fuzz. <laughs> I, have the, I, I, have yep. I have the hearing aid, but I <laughs> never use it. About
13: five more tonight years, is. you're going to have to do that. All right. Yeah. So now you guys going to take us out with one last song. What's the name of the last song you're going to do for us tonight? And this song
11: is called Too Bad.
13: <laughs> All right, The Fuzz.
11: Fingers and turn the tears again, Where
5: well, you get all you want to flip a switch and
0: turn them off. Now I'm through, now I'm done watching you have your fun. I won't pay any more attention. If you threw up his
5: fit, it did help a bit. I apologize Well, here's a big surprise Now I'm through, now I'm done Watching make makeup run I won't pay any more attention
15: It's 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 too bad, it's too bad, it's too bad, it's too bad, it's too bad It's too bad, it's too bad, it's
5: too bad, it's too bad It's too bad. It's too bad. It's too bad. It's bad. It's too bad. It's too bad. 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 bad.
11: You're just a drama queen, making scene after scene. Don't punches at the wind.
5: With just one leg to stand on Now I'm through, now I'm done Watching you have your fun I won't pay any more attention It's too bad, it's too bad, it's too bad, it's too bad, it's too bad It's too bad, it's too bad, it's too bad, it's too bad
13: So, you know, something Derek, uh, Dave, looked like he
12: was trying to step in and fill your shoes there. Yeah, I, I went ahead and listened to the show. I was listening, and, uh, you know, Dave, I appreciate the effort, but, you know, just, just can't
2: do it. I, as well I've i got like, no uh, career aspirations. i yeah. got I got my hands it's, full doing what I do. It's not for everybody, man. You see, not, now you know how it feels. What's that?
14: I thought it was refreshing.
2: Yeah, it was a nice change of pace. It was nice. And now you know the feeling. It's not something so I'd bother putting on my down. resume. I mean, what can I say?
6: That is not super.
2: Well, different strokes and all
12: that. Hmm. Anyway, I'm going to get back into what I do best. All uh, right, let's see what you got. So our first highlight of the night comes from the Jeff Daniels interview, where he talks about the difference between musician catering and acting catering.
6: Uh, I gotta, I gotta, yeah, I, I did my research. All right, so life on the road as a musician. Um, better food um, backstage on tour or on a movie set?
8: Um, you know, movie sets tend to have way too much food. Um, the catering's a big deal on movie sets. So there's a lot of discussion amongst the crew whether the caterer is good or not. And I keep going through I haven't met I've been on a movie set where the catering isn't like great because uh, my wife says I have no taste buds, but I, but I, I I also it's it's just you know you're getting this five course meal in the middle of the day and you're complaining about the caterer I what are you people where do you have five course meals at home I don't think so
10: Well do you have so, anything that-
8: yeah, I mean, they're yeah. pretty good on the, pretty good on the movies. Venues, they, they can kind of vary, but we yeah. we've, we've uh, being on the road, we have a great appreciation of uh, Denny's. Ah, oh, you know, all right, super. <laughs> it it, it makes, you know truck stops with Denny's are uh, something we seek out, and uh, it becomes kind of like our uh, our my, my Kathleen, my wife just oh my god, look there's a Denny's, we should stop. I said okay, all right,
6: my kind of place. Well, so there's nothing outrageous on your.
12: How come we don't do any catering here You know that's yeah. that's something that you know I feel like we should you know talk about at staff meetings. Yeah, maybe bring it out. We can we can all go in there yeah. together and Well, you know, back the in campus. the day
2: when we were doing the TV show, we had catering. But it was like, you know, Gino's pizza rolls and day-old bagels uh, and it just didn't quite cut well, that's
12: it. That's better than the half-eaten box of Cheez-Its that Spud brings in. You know, in.
2: that's that that, you know, that, that's luxury gourmet food. And of
14: course, Derek, Derek, you're not even invited to the staff meetings.
12: Yeah, that's who it is, his way of trying to well, get into the staff oh, meeting. I know no, yeah, exactly. We, we need to unite. We need to, you know, bipartisan, you know, no. I, we see
14: what, right through what you're trying yeah, to do Yeah, that, that
12: was a ploy. That, that was, was a, ploy. a ploy. It was
14: worth a got, shot. They
13: got me
12: distracted talking about
13: food. But you know what? I'm going to just roll over that and do some more music here. We're going to start off with a Seattle band. The Fastbacks with a live cut of their song K Street. After that, we have the LCD sound system with their cover of Harry Nilsson's tune Jump Into the Fire. But let's start off with the Fastbacks.
2: Stay tuned for more of the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. Welcome back to the Spud Goodman Post Show Report.
12: Uh, Say guys, if I could jump in here for just a minute or two I need to address what was brought up on the show a couple weeks ago Um, I have agreed to accept the role as the conservative voice on this show Our executive Mm. producer has given me the green light on this So I wanted to say I will no longer be sitting idly by While everyone spouts the standard liberal talking points Just a heads up for you guys I mean, this is a big responsibility for me And, you know, I'm talking about this Because I hope you'll support me in this new role Why would you think that? Uh, yeah,
14: n- no offense, Derek, but there is absolutely no need for you to be spouting right wing crap on this show. Well, hey, now, it come is on. It's totally the Please. wrong venue.
13: I know, right? You know, why don't you just get on the internet and just start spewing whatever that stuff is? Man, you could, uh, You can. Uh, uh, our executive producer, Lori Madsen, you know, she might like you to be uh, Sean Hannity.
12: But you know, there's no memo that came out from her. Well, about no, it's, this, so it's I don't know it's the true. new mission statement of the post show report. I mean, we will now be fair and balanced, which I think is great news for our listeners who understand how our country is under attack from the left. I mean, listen, I know this is not going to be easy transition for either of you no, but we won't you know make for the time for being, you know, this effort at representing both sides is limited to the second hour. But if I were Spud Goodman, I would be a little worried right now. You
13: know, there's this not
12: a shot. There is no way that he's going to let you near him during yeah. that first hour show.
14: Yeah, Spud would have one of the interns remove you from the studio if you showed up.
12: Well, I mean, just give it a few weeks and you'll be amazed at the increase in listeners on the show. I'm telling you. So let me just say a little something about that word freedom that was discussed on Spud Show. As you know we way, are constantly. You better just hold on to
13: that because we need to get back to some more music conservatory. Can, All right. I, can I do part right. the music break? <laughs> well, we're going to. I don't know. I'm not going to say nothing about that. We're going to start off with a cover of Hank Williams Sr.'s hit You Know That I Know Done by Jack White. And after that, we have a band from South Korea, the Eastern sidekick, and their song, Fight for Rainbow. All right, let's go.
10: Now you know that I know that you ain't know. You practice wherever you go. Well, you may fool the rest of this world, but you know that I know. Now you told some of my friends that you turned me down. I got you long ago well, You may fool the rest of this world But you Folks, you may be missing so and so.
2: report
12: all right so our next clip comes from the ed asner interview and in this clip he's talking about the uh sometimes how it can be difficult to have you know a big range in acting Oh, but, okay. You know, yeah. Okay.
6: But um, yeah. so you moved you moved on uh, from doing Lou Grant in in Mary's sitcom to starring in your own drama as you Lou Grant. So maybe it's me, but I just can't see Jerry Seinfeld doing Jerry as say a you know a manic depressive stand up who helps cops solve crimes or either of those two broke girls working in an ER at a hospital or something. You have what they call great range. So was it weird going from comedy to
9: drama? No, I was frustrated. Though I, I, I had been uh, urged by my producers and the director of Mary that you know I have to remember who I am. I have to be the flagship carrier. I can't. I'll be the only remaining link to the Mary Tyler Moore shows, uh, got to keep the spirit alive, got to keep the the individual alive to remind people of where he came from, blah, 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 blah. And uh, I became so frustrated trying to be the comedic Lou Grant that I said, I I have to approach this as a new beginning. I have to find the man that I feel should represent these lines. And I went into myself when I found a new Lou. Obviously, you did, and it worked.
6: It worked. Yeah, it, worked. it um, worked. Well, the Mary Tyler Moore Show was beloved by so many.
12: I'm kind of scared because I think Derek went into himself and found a new Derek. Oh, yeah. Well, no, that, that his... Derek's always been there. See, I had to put on this facade. To be on the Super, show, super. get my foot in the I, door.
14: You know, I miss the old Derek. I the was, Derek that yeah. just sat there and did the highlights. You shouldn't yeah. lie
12: about things. That's not nice. I was good with the facade. You know,
13: why don't you keep facade in it?
14: Yeah. Facade. Yeah, I, was, I,
12: was I would be fine. i You guys were. are trying to make me into something I'm not. I don't appreciate There's that.
14: There's not enough facade. Yeah. You guys
12: are trying to impose how you think I should be onto me, and I don't like it. No, you need to decide to think about
2: how you wor- think that
12: you This is a war. Be- See, this is what I'm talking about.
2: You know, I think the person that plays the clips should really let the clips shine. He should should set them up and let the clips speak for themselves. Exactly. Yeah, let we, this, yeah, let the let the clips up. do the talking. That's talk kind of what I one. tried to do last week. No,
12: yeah, no, yeah, that's why you're not doing them this week. No, you, you well, notice he didn't play I didn't. I I don't lust after your your position. Glenn Beck on I've us got my hands
2: full. Yeah, I
13: see. All right, you know what? Let me do some more music here. Let's uh we're gonna lead off this double play here with De La Soul with Potholes in My Lawn. And after that, we have a cool band from Mexico, Felipe El Hombre, with Carmen Rose. But first up is De La Soul.
15: Yo, something's wrong here. No, not again. Get the daisies for the... Potholes in my lawn. Potholes in my lawn. Everybody's saying what to do when sucker lunatics start digging and chewing. They don't know that the soul don't go for that potholes in my lawn. And that goes for my rhyme sheet, which I concentrated so hard on. See, I don't ask for maximum security, but my dwelling is swelling. It lit my butt when I happened to fall into a spot where no ink or an ink inkblot was on the scroll. I just wrote me a new mode, but now it's gone. Because those suckers knew that I hate to recognize that every time I'm gone. in my lawn. I found that it's not wise to leave my garden cuz eyes has now pardoned on laws of privacy. These paws are after my writer's seat. I perceive that everyone's saying, what to do when suckers are praying upon my well-guarded spreadsheets. Oh, why hell does it send up fleets? Of evil doers through the big hole They get to evil doers who dig holes, Which leaves my lawn with lawn shoe. I think I better plant traces to give clues. Or better yet call 911. And when they get here, I inform them I'm the plug one of the plug and let them realize the reason for concern of the soul. Cause we've come down with a case of potholes Now you got the method what to do when you dive the debt that i predict and plug tuning it's a shame when you deny to claim that you stole my words of fame that i wrote in my rhyme sheet which i concentrated so hard on see i don't ask for a bob wide fence b my dwelling is swelling it lit my butt when i happened to fall into a spot where no ink or an I was on a scroll I just wrote me a new mold But now it's gone Cause those suckers do that I hate to recognize That every time I'm writing It's gone Potholes in my lawn
13: Something, Gina, I was just thinking just here, just now. I was going to go do the next two songs here, but you never get to introduce the next two songs. So, oh. you know, I thought Super. maybe squeeze a little intro before we get back. Okay. What do you think about that?
14: Well, I mean. I, I guess I could, but uh, regarding the music played on the show, I mean, most of it's not really my cup of tea. I mean, if, super, super. If I could play something I like, for instance, a, a cut from the Insane Clown Posse's last album, Ooh. "The Marvelous Missing Link Found," I would jump at the chance. Or, or better yet, just play the whole record, mm. and we could just sit here and enjoy it.
13: No, yeah, no, no. That, that's Enjoy's probably kind of not going to happen. Term. Okay, yeah, all right, super. I think so. Because, you know, but he would flip out if he knew if you were going to put that on there. He made it clear that this is a no insane clown posse zone. He said there was no exception to that.
14: And because of that, I will defer from announcing the next couple songs. Sorry. It's the principle of things. Sometimes in life, you have to take a stand. No,
13: no, it's not just because of your voice and all, is it?
14: Well... No, it's because yeah. of the infidelity.
13: Okay. you gotta take a stand. Where you gotta take a stand. I, it's your integrity. Well, I'll, let me do it then. We're gonna start off with a song from Wild Flag, "Romance," and then we have something from Sham '69,
12: "Hurry Up, Harry." All right, somebody start this music. You didn't even ask me if I wanted to do it. <laughs>
13: Wrapping things up But I thought It was a pretty decent show what, what do you think?
14: Yeah Yeah Not bad at all I mean especially the band I really like them Yeah Yeah
13: they sounded good You know yeah. I, I do need to thank A panel now Let me say thanks to uh, to. uh uh Let's see We got Dave On the side hey,
12: Wait a minute Do I even get a moment To put my take On tonight's show? I mean I'm sitting right here Waiting for my opportunity To present my view what? And I'm just being Trampled no. over again Alright
13: we got I Sorry
2: Dave I was trying to thank you and then uh, that, that that's okay I um yeah, I'm sure well, Derek's a little on edge after having missed last week's show we can all you know
12: yeah he he had to Yeah and I listened and, and I don't appreciate out, the things maybe. that were said about me by really? the way, I kept, uh, thought I kept my comments rather neutral. I thought I did
14: too. I don't remember saying anything disparaging. <laughs> yeah, <anymore. laughs> I was just
13: being honest. I speaking the truth. So, hey, hey Mike, I got to thank you too. You know, good job on the side uh, of uh, engineering.
11: Oh, thanks, Lawrence. I appreciate that, man. It's yeah. fun. I have
13: and of blast. course, I do have to thank our college community college intern, Carrie. Carrie, nice job
2: tonight.
10: Thank you. It was always
13: fun. So thank you for your service. Yeah. I first, appreciate uh,
2: Trent's it. Uh Chris right here, but I can talk real fast. You know, I can sound almost like Trent.
13: So was that was <laughs> not a bad Trent there. You know, he was, was just getting trend. paid. He would not get paid, just getting college credit all. all right, you know what? Let's go. Let's we got time. We're gonna do another song here. Uh we're gonna go out with the song by uh Joe Joe Dolce, Shatter Up Your Face. Good night, everybody. Good
14: night.
4: Derek, out. Hello, I'm Giuseppe. I got something special for you. Ready? Uno, two, three, four. When I was a boy, just about eighth grade. Mama used to say, don't stay out late with the bad boys. Always shoot the pool. Giuseppe going to flunk a school. Boy, it making me sick What the thing I got to do. No kicks, I so always got to follow rules. Boy, it making me sick just to make the lousy bucks Got to feel like a fool. And the mama used to say all the time, What's the matter, you? Hey, got no respect. What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's not so bad. It's a nice place. i shut up, your face. That's my mama, I can remember. Big accordion and solo. Soon to come a day, gonna be a bigger star. Then they make a TV shows and the movies, get myself a new car. But still I be myself. I don't want it to change a thing. Still a dance and a sing. I think about the mama, she is the same. What's the matter, you? Hey, got no respect? What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's not so bad. It's a nicer place. I shut up your face. Said it all the time. What's the matter you? Hey! Got no respect What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's not so bad It's a nicer place i shut up your face That's my mom Hello everybody That's out there on the radio and the TV land Did you know I had to you hit the song in Italy with this? Shut up your face I sing a this is a song, all of my fans applaud, they clap in their hands. I thought you'd make a feel so good. You ought to learn that this is a song, it's a real a simple. See, I sing.
2: The Spud Goodman Post Show Report is written and directed by Spud Goodman, produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Productions. Executive producer, Lori Madsen. Associate producer, David Deer. Live music production and broadcast engineering by Mike Renville at the facilities of NWCZ Radio. Audio highlights, Derek Schneider. Our interns are Anna Howell and Trent Botello theme music composed and performed by Brian J. Martin. Promotional services and support provided by Big Freak Media, Seattle's only rock and roll publicist. Copyright 2015 Spud Goodman Productions, David Brenneman speaking.
11: Keeper. Keeper.